Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, and we're going to talk about Swordmaster, a 2016 film directed by Derek Yi. Swordmaster is a retelling of the classic movie Death Duel and the book Sword of the Third Young Master. It is about two swordsmen seeking to leave the martial world, each in their own way. One is a fearsome, tattooed assassin, hoping to fight his rival before he dies of illness. The other is a wanderer who wants to forget the past. They both find themselves helping the people of a small village and trying to save the martial world from the dark alliance of a group called Divine Might. And that really just barely scratches the surface of this movie. Before we get into the movie, though, I should say it's the kind of film where there's, um, there's secret identity issues going on throughout the movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, I would encourage you to go onto Netflix or or even just, you know, buy it or whatever, but see the movie first because uh, we're going to spoil some plot details, and I think um, I think some of them are, uh, are... It's just hard to talk about this movie without without getting into the issues of, of who people really are, and so uh, if you don't mind the spoilers, just, you know, listen, I suppose, but otherwise check out the movie first. Uh, so, Lady Chow Fung, did you, what, what did you think of this movie when you saw it? I highly enjoyed this movie. I like Derek Yee as an actor, and I'm finding I like him as a director also. I think the movie was beautifully shot. I love the costuming again, and the actors were really good in this, and the the fighting, the swords play was excellent in this movie. I just really like this movie, and yeah. I'm surprised because I don't like usually like remakes of movies. Yeah, it's it's it feels different for a newer movie. I think I think it kind of stays true to some of the classic aesthetics. Um, and uh, and there's a uh, there's a there's a, a YouTube reviewer called the Silver Spleen who made this point. So I just want to give credit where credit's due. But he he made the observation that that uh, Swordmaster is is kind of like if Shaw Brothers were trying to make movies today. Uh, this is how they might do it. They're sort of, it sort of uses CG in the way that Shaw Brothers used to use sets to create a rich environment that draws you in. And, and it's almost more effective because CG is so much more powerful. And, and, and I think that's, that's pretty true here. And I think this looks like, to me, this looks like a movie that Choi Yuen would have made if he had this technology at the time. Um, you know, you can sort of see what he was trying to do with movies like Hero Shed No Tears and Death Duel. And and this is is able to do it in a way that you just couldn't have done in the seventies, I think. Um, and and Derek E was the star of Death Duel, so I think he. Uh, I I feel like whenever the star is involved in that way, it really, you know, especially if it's if it's a if it's a project that they have some emotional investment in, it really, it really carries over into the into the final product. And so in this case, I think Derek E's involvement in the first film and him directing this is one of the things that really makes it work you feel like you're in really good hands when you're watching it and i also felt oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead i totally agree with that i think that um death duel must have had a very special place in Derek Yee's heart in order to produce a masterpiece like this because this movie was in my opinion excellent and i usually don't like the newer movies and i don't know why i don't like the newer movies but this one was excellent. It was well done. Yeah, this is a, a really well done movie, and I think I think there are only a few moments where the where the CG kind of falters a little bit. But other than that, I really don't have too many criticisms of the movie. And I think that, um, like you said, the sword play. There's a great scene in the end 
Um, and we could probably go over each section of this film in tremendous detail, but that final battle um, in the uh, uh, when when Divine Might uh, attacks uh, Supreme Sword Manor, and and he's uh, and the main character, he goes by a number of different names in the movie, but uh, uh, for right now we'll just call him the uh, uh, we'll call him Achi because I think that's what he gets called the bulk of the film uh and he is uh having a duel with his uh his former fiance chaudi and and it's one of these scenes where i think it's it's a perfect example of how swordplay can just replace dialogue and story and 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 not replace it but supplement it, it, it you 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 don't need them to speak to know the communications that are being exchanged with with the sword blows and and the and the movements of the characters, you know, during the sword fight. So it's just it is a very moving emotional scene, and it has very little to do with the dialogue, and almost is entirely rooted in the the physical performances and the and the fight choreography. I think it's all rooted in in that there's so much emotion in this delicate dance between these two former lovers that you can see every emotion that's going through him and her through the way that they're wielding their swords and just the looks on their faces and the expressions they give to one another. That scene was just totally beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the, uh, I think the actress's name was uh, Jiang Yian. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that cause it's been a little bit wonky on the database, but I'm pretty sure that's who it is. And uh, I thought she did a tremendous job here. It was, um, uh, and and they did some really interesting things too. Like her character really transforms over the course of the movie, and I feel like in this scene, it's like a final transformation of that character, um, and you kind of get a complete sense of who the character is supposed to be by the end of that, by the end of the fight scene. Um, and like you said, the the whole scene is just. Is it, it, and it's not just a duel. There's a whole. I mean, there's a whole battle going on that leads up to the duel, and it's just absolutely stunning. Um, and it's and it's it's the kind of it, it's 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 sort of why why we watch movies like this in the first place. Um, at least for me, it's got that 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 sort of fluid, beautiful dance like fighting that. Um, uh, you know that has all this emotional weight to it um but yeah so I, I i i agree with your assessment of that scene i also too think that they picked the perfect actress for that character i like that she is on the outward she's very beautiful she looks very delicate almost like a porcelain doll so you don't expect the ferocity and the ferociousness and all the hatred that comes out in her in that scene to actually come out. You know, it was just her, the emotions that were in her were the total opposite of what she looked like, which I thought was perfect. Yeah. Well, definitely. I definitely think that. And, and the, uh, the, I think delicate is the right word. She definitely had a delicate way about her. Um, that is sort of belied by the, the that and i think also the moment leading up to that when she uh and again i guess we could we're sort of going in reverse here but there's that scene uh where she um 
where she uh where she burns the village down and uh and it's a scene that's mirrored in the original death duel uh except in the original death duel the results are somewhat different but they right. both sort of culminate in the achi character having this primal scream moment and um and uh and so you know i think i think between that scene and the 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 final scene we kind of get a, a full uh, a sense of her of of her inner nature um but yeah i don't know I, she she was perfect i thought she was really great in this and she and she is an important character because in the original book one of the whole points of the of the story is that you're getting to see the two sides of each character as the story is told and you're getting to see sort of the good and the bad and i felt like they really showed that with her because every time i watch this when i get to that scene where where uh uh where where Jaudi and and Achi are are trying to live the hermetic life together and see if they can they can uh uh rejoin as a couple i'm 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 never 100% on his side or on her side in that moment do you know what i mean i i i sort of feel i feel her i feel like she has a lot of justification for for how she feels towards him even though she's the villain of the movie and or at least one of the villains uh and and i think they do a good job of of getting you to see where she's coming from um and and so i don't know i just find it, i find it interesting for that reason but i never thought that she could live their um the life of a hermit in no. that even in that scene no i i don't think she could have and i and i think i think what, what but but then what i find myself wondering is well is is it expecting too much is he expecting too much of her do you know what i mean because if you think about like you know he's he's done some in the book he does all kinds of he, he's 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 a little bit harder to like in the book than he is in this movie i find but in uh, in, in his movie even some of the things he does with, like you know leaving her at the altar and then going into the woods and then leaving again and uh and he has his reasons for sure but but from her point of view that you know she just keeps getting left behind and um and and you know she's lived this this life of luxury and he suddenly wants her to shift gears um and he and he's not patient about it at all the moment she she can't do it or hesitates he he just can't deal with it um so i thought you know i just think it's uh you know i i i feel like um you know they 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 do a good job uh you know balancing out the sort of you know giving some of her perspective in the uh, in the in those moments yeah i i agree with that i can i can see your point there but i i guess the other the other character that i thought was uh really well done is the the uh tattooed assassin uh the well, Yen, like yeah the nshi character it was played by peter ho i thought he did a really good job here um i i i was not expecting this character to be this likable in this movie and to be as engrossed in his he has sort of a redemption storyline in this one and and it's it's really he's a really enjoyable character i began to like him where um in the scene where he after he buys the cart from the cart man and, you know, he's on his way and he finds a, 
finds the perfect graveyard that the the cart man had described to him and he actually took care of the dying grave digger and held his hand while he was dying. I thought that was very sweet and tender and I was like, Oh, I think I'm gonna like him and then it just got progressively more and more likable as the story went along. Well, um, but, all the things that he tried to do to re- redeem himself and to take himself out of third master shadow, I guess, was his biggest problem. He always felt that he was in the third master shadow because everything that he did was always compared to the third master. Yeah, and his whole thing, like I like the whole setup with him is he's he's dying and he's been seeking this duel with the third master, which I mean, that, and that part of the story matches death duel pretty well. He goes to the um supreme sword manor and he finds out that there's just a grave of of the third young master that he's uh he's seeking to have a duel with and uh and so then he you know he he just has to go and contend with his own illness and he uh like you say he gets the uh he, he arrives at the uh uh the the house of the of the man who's digging his own grave and cares for him and it's a very i, I thought it was a very moving uh very moving scene and I think for me, where it really came together is when he, uh, there's a, there's a whole, you know, there's a very important, um, uh, story around the, uh, what is it? The, 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 the Don Moon house, the brothel in the film and the, the boss of the brothel house is not a nice guy. And one of the main characters is a, um, uh, a woman sometimes known as princess, sometimes known as sweetie and sometimes known as Zhao Li. So she kind of has like uh like the protagonist three sort of three. different names and uh and so she tries to leave the uh the brothel to be with Achi and uh and and the brothel uh owner sends people after her uh and and the uh, uh the assassin ends up going there and taking care of business and when he when he when he when he uh I, I don't want to give too much away but there's a very there's a very impactful scene at the end of his uh uh is his attack on the on the brothel that i think cements his character's uh shift from being a much more uh evil or Im- morally ambiguous character to being a heroic character um and and i you know and it's uh it, and it's it's it, it's a, i thought a very well done scene but um I, oh go go ahead i'm sorry i was just going to say i totally agree with that that was his pivotal scene where you finally know where where his heart lies, I guess you can say. But I'd like to wait, I can't remember if this scene came before or after. No, I think it came after. But when he goes into the village and he's all celebrated by the villagers and everything and he paints the kids' faces just like his and oh, I thought yeah. that was a really cool scene. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it had, there were some nice moments in those scenes, and also the the relationship between him and Achi that develops, and and he doesn't realize that Achi's the very person that he's seeking to have a duel with, so he teaches him his sword play, and you know there's some there's some really you know interesting things going on there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I really liked his character. I thought him and the uh, um, and the the Chow D character were the two that really stood out to me. I think also the the madam at the brothel. Uh, oh, she, she was wild. Yeah, she was pretty funny. Um, she was exaggerated, I thought, but I liked her. Yeah, she's definitely a very. It was a very over the top character 
but it just it worked it it was so humorous and and uh and i almost felt well i don't again i don't want to reveal but but uh you know i i feel bad for her later on in the movie um and uh, i think i think the woman who played her is named hong mu uh but she just did a i i thought that was that was an incredible character um and uh yeah so i i don't know i i i I, but i agree with you i i i think this is a very good movie um and i think that not just the look but also the uh the sound too i like the soundtrack to this movie there's some melodies they keep repeating over you know the course of the film that that really pulled me in um and uh and i and i think that uh the uh, the contrast between this one and, and I know we're going to get into this next Friday, so I don't want to spoil too much of this discussion. But it really it really complements the original movie. I think I, th- I feel like you can watch the original and watch this one, and they go very well together side by side. I watched them back to back in the same day. And just what was your thought? I mean, I know we're going to get into it more on Friday, but just you know, while we have you here, what was your what was your uh, what was your take on that? I was noticing there are some differences between the movies that I liked and some that I liked the way that they portrayed it in Swordmaster. And then there were some things that I liked that were better in um, Death Duel. Now, what were some of the things you liked better in Death Duel over this one? I don't know. I liked um, David Chang's um, bizarre schizo character at the end <laughs> yeah that's, that is a priceless a priceless moment in the movie <laughs> yeah. um, and i liked all the cameos that some of the bigger stars had had in death duel like i liked t lung's character when he made his short appearance oh, and yeah. Lee's character was um i liked him so those are the kinds of things that i like better in death duel but in swordsmaster i like the telling of the story of um the third master and um chudi chowdy how their love story all began and how they got up to this point i love the telling of that plus you have another character thrown in her page boy who's been in love with her since he was a kid and he knew that those two were in love, but he still wanted her and how that all played out. And I just liked both of them equally well, but there were different things I liked about each one. Yeah. The page boy was an interesting character. I think that character was in the original. I think he played a slight in in the, uh, not the original, but in the, uh, in the book, but I think his role is a little different. Um, but yeah, that was, he was an interesting guy. And, um, I guess for me with the with Death Duel, one of the things I always liked about Death Duel is you know that like the the moment that I mentioned where um, and in Death Duel and again this is going to be spoilers but in Death Duel he's staying with with uh, Zhao Li and her um, and her brother and the mother and and they all end up getting killed and then he has that scream that he does and it sort of serves as a signal for all of his men to come and join him. And then, right. he, and then he, and then like he goes from being Achi to wearing, to wearing the third young master, uh, outfit and, and the movie just marches to the duel from that point on. And, and I really like that, that part of that movie. And in this one, it goes in a completely different direction in a way. Um, and I still like it in this movie, but I think, uh, I feel like 
death duel kind of gets me a little bit more in the gut at that point. Um, but they're both, I, I, I think they're, I, I, I very rarely will see movies that go this well together back to back like this. I really, it, it could be a toss up on any given day, which one I think is better. Um, and I have to say, the more I watch Swordmaster, the more I like it. It's, it's really improved, uh, with each viewing that I've done of it. Um, and, uh, and I, and I, and I think that, uh, even some of the things that, that annoyed me a little bit when I first saw it, uh, actually started working in its favor more over time. Like some of the stuff with the CG, when I started seeing it more the way that I would look at like Shaw Brothers scenery, where of co- mm-hmm. obviously it's a little bit fake cause it's set. Um, and they're trying to create this world that they want to draw you into. I started appreciating that more. Um, so it's, I, I think a, a very effective, a very effective movie. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think, what were some of the other scenes that we haven't really discussed? Because there's so much in this movie. Um, um, I I was drawn in right away by the opening scene in the snow and ice on the bridge. I mean, that's when I knew I was going to like this movie. Just yeah, that's because awesome. That's an the, awesome scene. Yeah, the fight scene was so graceful i love that word graceful when it applies to fighting but um graceful and the swirling of the costumes and just the choreography i thought was so cool um it just drew me in right away i'm usually a person who is doing something else while i'm watching a movie Mm -hmm. and that scene set the tone for me it was like i was engrossed so much i wasn't returning any texts or any messages and people had important things to say but i wasn't returning anything and you know kept people kept going where are you where are you i'm like "Uh, they won't like what i have to say but anyway so i you know i was just really engrossed in the movie from the very beginning the very first fight scene yeah on the bridge that opening scene i i thought that was um incredible opening scene um and i love that there's this there's this little bit of nylon string guitar that they play throughout the movie and that's when you first hear it and it's kind of a mellow melody but it really it's got like a um i don't i don't uh, i i i'd have to stop and think about it to describe it musically but it's it's a very it's a very uh uh it almost kind of gets you into a little bit of a trance when you hear it and mm-hmm. and I I just uh, I just think the way that that the imagery of that fight scene the choreography and the music all come together just it's Beautiful. it's like yeah it's like what I'm looking for when I'm watching these movies you know that's um and you don't always get it uh so so yeah so I thought that scene was outstanding too and and you also you meet you meet you really get a sense of who that guy is and and he's got the the guy that carries around his swords that is with him um who's kind kind of the comic relief in the movie um. And then, and then from there he goes to the uh, to to seek out uh, the uh, uh, Supreme Sword Manor so he can have his duel, and 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 there he finds that Achi is uh, or not Achi but uh, the third uh, master. yeah third master is presumably dead, and um, and, and Norman Chu is the dad. Yeah, Norman Chu is the dad. I and, love uh, Norman Chu. And uh, well, and he had some really cool moments in this movie too. Like so, the whole background of Achi where. Uh, or is it third young master where he, where he's this great swords master, but he's really being used as a tool by his family 
to uh, to, 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 to to gain dominance in the martial world. And he and his father is just ruthlessly sending him out to to kill all of his rivals. And one of the rivals has gone into tried to live the hermetic life. This is why in the movie Achi wants to live a hermetic life because because of this man that he 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 meets who his father wants him to kill. And the man has said, "I'm retired from the martial world. I'm just a farmer now." And the and the father insists that he kills the man, so he he lops his head off. And then, you know, the the man's family, I think his daughter and wife, or his wife and his student. It's a little bit unclear exactly who they are. Uh, run out to attack him, and you know he ends up slaughtering them. Or I think I think the men with his father end up killing them, and then he ends because- up. One daughter, I think the daughter or the student or sister-in-law, I don't know, it was kind of confusing with the subtitles. She cut him on the face. Yeah, and that's why he has a scar in the movie, which is I thought was a pretty cool way of, uh, I don't know, I, I thought that was kind of nice, that touch. Um, but yeah, she cut him on the face, and then I think he ends up killing the son, um, yes. who's really, really young. And so we know it's a really, really bad thing to do. And, but his and, reasoning for killing him that we find out later was kind of noble. It was, but I also, I don't know, I was a little suspicious of it. But yeah, because I, I, he, he kind of explains that he, he didn't want the son to grow up like living, living in hatred over what happened to him, which made, made a certain amount of sense. Um, but at the same time, you know, he still killed the little boy. Um, and uh, it went with with a line that stuck with me from early in the movie from the bridge scene at the very beginning was when will these grudges end? And then, you know, he, and that's what, um, what's his name? Swordmaster Yen says on the bridge when he's, um, confronted by the, this guy that he's going to fight because he's trying to seek revenge for his brother. Um, Swordmaster Yen killed his brother. And so Swordmaster Yen basically sends, when, is, when are these grudges ever going to end? And to me, it showed that um, Third Young Master was about that, that he didn't want to keep having these grudges repeat themselves because if the son had grown up, then he would have sought vengeance. And if he killed the third young master and third young master had kids and third young master's kids would go after them. And the whole cycle just keeps going on. And he just didn't want any part of that anymore. But that line kind of stuck with me throughout the whole movie. When are these grudges going to end? No, I think, I think that's, I think that's right. And I think that scene is where it really starts for his character with that. Um, And I, and again, I think that scene is, is a really great Norman Chu moment because the father is, you know, when you first meet him, he's, he's a very, he seems like a very noble man and their Supreme Sword manner seems very noble. But then when you see that scene, you're like, Ooh, that's pretty, that's pretty serious what he's doing there. Um, and, and granted that's just kind of the world they live in, but even the, um, who was it? The, uh, bamboo snake, uh, Chu, uh, the page of, um, of Chow Di. And when, when he's confronting or not when he's confronting, but when they're, when they're attacking Supreme sword manner at the end, he sort of throws that in, in their face. If I recall, um, where, you know, you know, you basically said, you know, if I, if I remember, he, 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 you know, he, he pretty he much, said, um, oh, something about being, being righteous and 
oh, I can't remember exactly how it said it, about being righteous and killing people in the name of justice, but you're really after dominance in the martial arts world. Yeah, he was saying it's just it's just a veneer, it's just an excuse to do what you want to do, and you know, and so Divine Might's really not doing anything differently. And it's interesting too that Divine Might is recruiting from like the people that that his organization is branded as criminals. You know, what I mean? so it's a it's mm-hmm. it's it's a um, I don't know. I, I find it is a very sort of cool part of the book, and 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 in a way, I feel like you can still. Even though clearly the true character is the bad guy in the movie, um, you can still look at it from a certain point of view and be like, "Well, you know, he has a point," um, and you know what he's doing isn't all that different from what Supreme Sword School is doing. They just, you know, they 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 killed a child to, uh, um, to, to you know to, to to help establish their dominance in the martial world, um, and he's just recruiting bad guys and killing adults. Um, but also the I thought the look of the villains in this movie was great. They they have the, the divine might organization is this sinister, uh, skull wearing group who you know wear masks to remain anonymous. And kind of remind me of Masked Avengers, in a way. Yeah, no, it has. I think it has a lot of similarities. It's a very similar concept, I think. Um, and, and if I recall in the book, I think that was the idea. I think they were sort of, you know, you weren't really meant to know who was in the organization. They could be pretty much anybody from the martial world. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 and I just, the, the look of the skulls, I don't know what it was. They kind of reminded me a little bit of Skeletor or something. But, oh, but, the, yeah. but the look just was perfect. And, and there were so many like things that harken back to classic show you movies, like from the, the guys wearing white with the bandages and the head wraps and just the, you know, just the, the sort of the, the, the level of sinister costuming just was, you know, it's very, very show you um, and very Gulong. And I thought, I thought that, you know, was, again, I think that's why, it's, you know, you get the sense that you're in good hands because it's, that's, that's really easy to, I think it'd be very easy to go too far with that stuff. And he just and I think Derek E got it exactly right. Um, I just no, realized something that the armor plate that um, Chudi Chowdy wore in this one was gold, and I believe her breastplate in um, Death Duel was also gold. Like there are like little similarities like that in costuming too. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, I. I, I uh, I'm looking. We're gonna we're gonna watch Death Duel for next Friday, and there's a uh, there's a lot of details I want to be on the lookout for because it's been a few months since I've seen it, and I feel like uh, I feel like uh, we'll probably get a lot of mileage out of uh, some of those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's and and also in that movie she was a much I think a much darker character in the first movie. Um, in this one, she's a little there's a little bit more of a redemptive quality, not redemptive, but she, she's you can sympathize with her a little more in this one. And as I recall in the, in the death duel, she was not quite as sympathetic. She was pretty ruthless in that one. Um, unless I, unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think I am. Um, I think that's because to me in death duel, you didn't get much of an explanation unless something was missing in the subtitles or I'm forgetting something, but I don't think that you get, that much of an explanation between third master and, um, Chowdy's characters relationship 
Mm. I remember in Death Duel you get that she apparently tries to kill him a whole bunch of times, but we're not exactly why. So she sends like 46 men to kill him and he kills all 46 of them. But we don't, I never understood why in, in death duel, she was sending all these men after him in this story in Swordmaster, I got more of a sense that she's after him because she loved him and been jilted by him so yeah. many times. So I couldn't really get the, if, there was if, one scene in Death Duel where she tries to seduce him, but he's very aware of it. So I didn't know if that was trying to um, connect the dots there. But yeah. it was just she was just trying to seduce him to kill him again. Yeah, so, I, th I think in that movie too. The, again, it was like you know they're just trying to cut down the plot for the time, and so. I, I think that it was a, maybe a product of that. So you got like flashes of some of that stuff that was clearly maybe there, but it wasn't enough to really be explored. I think this one's a little closer to the book. The the book, I mean, I'm probably a little bit fuzzy at this point because it's been a, at least four months since I read it. But in the book, um, I believe, uh, you know, her reasoning for wanting to kill him was, was actually quite good. I mean, she had a pretty good reason. Um and uh, in the movie, she has a, in this movie she has a pretty good reason too. But in the book, I think she has an even more compelling reason to want to kill him. Um, and and they and they get into that quite a bit in the book. Um, and and that kind of gets into the sum of stuff in the book. Like I said, like he's not he he's a he's a he's still the same character. But there's things about him that are that are harder to like than in this movie. He's a little bit more noble in this movie. But this movie does kind of get into some of the stuff that uh that makes him a little tougher to like in the in the book um but yeah i think uh yeah i don't know i i i'm really looking forward to, to watching death duel this week because uh you know just you know on the heels of watching this again i'm now uh pretty excited to uh to to see that stuff with fresh eyes again um but uh but yeah, are there any other? Oh, you know what other scene I wanted to mention? That final lead up to the to the big battle at the end on that road through the forest. I thought is that's one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion. When um, when Norman Chu is out there with all of his men, and they're forming this like circular formation to protect themselves, mm -hmm. and the guys are throwing poisoned weapons at them, and they they're throwing guys that have their blood is spewing poison. It's it, it it's just a really great scene. Um, and and I just I love the, the the road something about that road and the setup to that battle is really cool. And we also got like there's also a group uh, an entire battle I think between two groups of swordswomen as well. Um, yes, that, that was awesome. Yeah. The costuming of the um, of the swordswomen in white really played well in that scene. They um, have this flowy outfits on, and then the Norman shoes swords women there are four on each side their garments aren't flowy so the way that they move around each other you know is pretty cool hmm. yeah I, I thought I thought it worked really well um, and uh, and yeah and also just the the scene like this is one of these movies where you can just spend half the time admiring the trees do you know what I mean um, mm -hmm. but it's not a boring movie like there's a movie um, that came out, I think, two years ago called The Assassin that's gorgeous. It looks beautiful, but it, but I found it a little bit too boring. Um, 
And so as beautiful as it looked, it was harder for me to get into. This one looks beautiful, but it's not boring. It manages to, to, to get that gorgeous scenery, um, but still have a lot of action and a lot of fun stuff happening, a lot of interesting characters. And we haven't even gotten into the whole, um, you know, the uh, uh, Jaoli's brother and the, and the mother and the, you know, the, you know the, the, the night soil and all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a that, I I I, re, I really because uh, I think in the in Death Duel I believe that character was played by Gu Feng, and yes. um and in this movie they got a really the guy that they got to play him had the right look I thought for that character, um and he's kind of a dopey sort of you know simple guy but good hearted and I think I think um his job is he gathers uh human waste. <laughs> I'm not. Wasn't 100 yes. sure on what because they called it night soil, and then they had all these elaborate names they gave to the, <laughs> gave to it. Um, but um, but uh, but yeah. So so you know so so he's so as a result he's stinky, and you know it's sort of a, a small part of the you know the story when he goes to when Achi goes to eat with him and his mom. Um, but yeah. So so I uh, and and then the and then the soil becomes sort of a, a theme. By the time that uh, he and uh, Zhao Di try to um, try to sort of you know, live that hermetic life together, and then when it doesn't work, she decides she's going to ruin <laughs> ruin the life that he wants and and lashes out at the at the simple villagers. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so I don't know. Were there were there other scenes that I'm I'm not remembering here that uh, that we wanted to discuss? Just on the comic relief side, I enjoyed the scene where. Um... Swordsman Yen finds out the third master um, is no longer dead, that he's really alive. And he comes to realize who that third master is. Just the dialogue between him and his um, sidekick, I'll call him, was funny. I thought it was funny. I laughed. Yeah, but, no, I, know, I enjoyed that so scene. I enjoyed that scene. A little banter going back and forth and when he realizes that he taught all his swords... Um, his 13 swords to the third master who he's trying to kill the whole entire time. Um, just the lines that went back and forth between the two were, I thought very funny and just the expression on his face. Oh, I taught him my moves. I can't win now. Yeah, no, that was, well, and it was an important moment too, because then at that point he has really has no choice, but then to work with Achi. So, right. um, but, uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I I agree with you. And the brothel had a lot of humorous scenes too, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and there was that scene where you know where the two guys don't want to pay and they end up stabbing Achi, which I think is in Death Duel. So I think it's a similar scene to that in Death Duel. Um, yeah, but he, the wording was different, and the way it was done here it was kind of funny. Like the way that the guys they they you know they basically they don't want to pay and Achi tries to stand in their way. And he's like, look, you got to pay. And he doesn't do anything. And they and they stab him in the arm. And he just is totally non-reactive. And then the next guy stabs him in the in the stomach. And then the other guy stabs him. But each with each stab, they get less and less confident and less sure of what they're doing. And then right. the, the last stab is just like a he just kind of barely taps him with the edge of the knife. And uh, I you know I, I like that scene. Um, and uh, and then yeah so. You know, there were a lot of moments like that at the the brawl. There's a scene where the uh, where we see the the Zhao Li character. Uh, you know, she's kind, she's you know, 
it's kind of interesting. She's she's uh, she, she's sort of having a hard time, you know, making money at the brothel at a certain point. So she she you know uh, she ends up robbing that guy. But the way that she robs him was pretty pretty amusing. And um, I don't know. I, I thought it uh, I thought it was a uh, uh, you know uh, you know it was a dark movie. But they they definitely had moments of of. Uh, of humor in it that you really didn't I mean, there wasn't as much of that in say death duel. Death duel was a much more serious. Yeah. Film. It was very serious. Um, so, you know, the, and there, you know, there, there, I'm sure there are moments I'm forgetting, but you know, it's peppered with these, these, these moments. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and, 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 and also even the, I forget the, the guy, I think it was just called nameless. The guy that, uh, that the big boss sent to go, to go kill, uh, or recruit Achi. Um, when they're trying to get uh, Zhao Li back to the brothel. And mm-hmm. he goes there and, you know, he sees Achi and he realizes that it's the third young master. And then he lo- and then and then that's when uh, Yen Shisan shows up dragging his own his own tombstone. And he and he and he just sees these two great masters and he freaks out and runs away. Um, you know, it was a pretty humorous scene, too. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. But uh but yeah, so yeah, I think I think this is a a, a really good movie to watch. It's a, uh, again, it's it's on Netflix, um, so people who have that can easily view it. I think um, I got it on Blu-ray fairly cheap. It's not that expensive, and uh, the I would I, actually it's funny. I saw it on Blu-ray originally, and then I saw it on on my iPad on Netflix uh, for this, and I actually thought that it looked a little better on the iPad than on my Blu-ray because. I think on the uh, on the Blu-ray on the TV, you know, with the with the way TVs are now, you sometimes get, I think they call it the soap opera effect, where it sort of diminishes the movie quality of the film somehow. <laughs> and I didn't get that as much on the on the Netflix on my iPad, so uh, so I might actually recommend it over over the Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, I don't know any 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 additional thoughts on the film. The last scene. The last duel reminded me of death duel. I mean, duel to the death. Oh, so not death duel, but the Norman Chu movie, duel to the death. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that actually. It does. It does. It is very up reminiscent. On a, up on the on a mountain, and you know, it's just it's beautifully shot up there. That's where you can. I really appreciated. The CGI, one of the scenes where I really appreciated the CGI because you couldn't get that in even in nature. I don't think it would have been as pretty. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think I think it's like the uh, Silver Spleen was saying they they use the CGI like a like a Shaw Brothers uh, uh, set to to create a world that you really couldn't get in real life. Um, and and I, yeah, I agree with that. That that last scene is pretty cool too. That's a, uh, and again, that's another scene. I mean, there is some dialogue, but a lot of the fighting does the talk. You know, the fighting does the talking for them in in most most moments there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, it it that that definitely does look like the the last scene in Duel of the Death. Uh, and and I, I'm I'm guessing that must have been deliberate because Norman Shu does have a, a big role in this movie, so. Mm-hmm. That, that maybe that is deliberate um if it was i just love Derek Yee as a director i mean he really brought this 
concept to life for me. I, I think he did a much better job with that than um, Chor Yuen did. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely less confusing. Yeah, the Chor Yuen, I think we were talking about this last time, where Chor Yuen movies can definitely be on the confusing side of things. And, um, uh, and, and this, though I, I always found Death Duel to be fairly easy to follow but it does run into the same problem where you end up with a, a ton of characters and you don't always know who everybody is and why they're there and in this movie you still have a lot of characters but if they're not important they don't really you don't they have don't to work names and everything yeah they're, they're, they're like background more than like characters that you feel like you have to remember and in, in death duel there are characters who you you have to remember their names a little bit um in order for like later scenes to make sense and things like that so so um yeah they're they're very different movies and 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 also very similar so uh um but yeah i I think this one is this one is much easier to follow i I would agree i don't think there's uh there was only one moment in the movie where i think i got a little bit confused and that was just because i didn't quite there was like a weird you remember the scene where he takes her out of the brothel um in the in in like the big sack on the boat I don't think they were coming out of the brothel though I thought that they were coming out of a house because she had said that um, that they still go a whoring they just do it like thieves meaning that instead of actually going into the whorehouse they sneak the prostitutes into their own homes or into another place and then you know secretly have them go out yeah, I don't know. I just know I got that when that scene when I first saw that scene, it was a little bit confusing to me because I didn't. It was like it jumped weirdly to that moment, and I didn't know what was going on. Um, but that was the only scene that I think really confused me in the film. And uh, and then you know, obviously watching it a you know a couple more times is I, I was able to follow it. But um, but but yeah, I, I think I think you're right that the that this movie's you know a little easier to follow. Um, but yeah, that particular scene, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just kind of started ignoring that scene actually and saying, okay, well, you know, they're, they're, they're out of the brothel now for whatever reason. Um, uh, but, uh, but also her character, you know, I guess before we go, I did want to say her, her character is interesting cause she's, um, you know, she, her character is a prostitute, but she's, she's, um, she's using the money to feed her, her mother and her brother and, and and that's why the uh, you know and the mother thinks that she works at a at a rich man's house. She doesn't realize that she's working in a brothel. Um, and that's different from in Death Duel. In, in Death Duel, the mother knows that she's working. Oh, oh yeah, she yeah. just does that as a cover to other people. Yeah, and, and in Death Duel, um, the the situation for them becomes much more tragic too. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I, but 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 I thought that that was you know she everything that her character does makes more sense the more you learn about her background in this movie, and um, and you know like even even just you know some of the some of the things that that uh, that you you see with her early on in the film you're like oh okay now I understand why she was doing that, um, but uh, but yeah so so I don't know I I, I recommend this movie, um, and. And I think we'll be back on uh, next Friday with uh, with Death Duel, and I think Kenny's going to join us. And um, 
and uh and that's a movie that's obviously connected to this one so uh both are available on well actually i'm sorry uh this one is available on uh netflix death duel is currently available on prime so i would encourage anybody that's listening that is planning to listen to our death duel podcast maybe check out death duel on prime and then join us for the discussion um because i think the discussions are always more interesting if you've seen the movie uh so so yeah and again the um uh we mentioned the the silver spleen it's uh he does some uh uh uh, Chinese movie reviews on YouTube. I'll, I'll link to, to 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 that channel in the description below. And uh, I don't know. Do you have anything to add, Lady Chao Fung, before we head out? Just a, this is a great movie, and I do suggest you watch them back back to back. Um, preferably next time, I'll probably watch Death Duel first, and then Swordmaster second. Yeah, and I but, would agree. I would agree. People should watch them back to back. But um, but okay. So we're gonna we'll let you go, and like I said, we'll be uh, back on next Friday, and me and Adam will be on. I think uh, actually, me, Adam, and Nick will be on this uh, this Sunday talking about uh, the Suntaran experiment for Doctor Who, and Adam and I will be back on to talk about a Torchwood episode, and uh, and yeah. So we'll talk to you later. <laughs>